Do you hear that creepy voice? Recording in progress. <laughs> it's creepy. Exactly like you said, the Starbucks Ugg wearing, <laughs> live, laugh, love, peace sign type. Yes. <laughs> hey, if you don't know by now, I'm Jeanette. I'm your host. Welcome to 2022. New intro, same great podcast. Hold on, we're coming at you. listening to another episode of to an extent i have another new voice with me today yes you do i've got my my co-worker my friend uh i like to call her carolyn nussy but no it's definitely carolussy or caroline or mary whatever you whatever name you want to use technically i'm mary caroline but I work with Jeanette. I'm the uh, intern that has overstayed her welcome by about nine months. So naturally, we have become friends and have gone through a lot of weird conversations throughout our time working together. So excited to be on the podcast today. Woot woot. So the cool thing about Caroline is the fact that I am millennial and she is Gen Z. Not that that's the only cool thing, but one of the really cool things is is she has taught me lots of words, uh, particularly Gen Z words, words that I would not know otherwise. Um, whether I should be using them or not, I feel like there's a totally different podcast that we can deal with later. So figured I would invite Caroline on and she can help all of us figure out the new words coming along. So what she'll do, she'll throw a word out there. I'll try to probably miserably guess what the word means, and then she will uh, school me and, and maybe if we're lucky, use it in a sentence so we can actually sound hip and cool with all of our friends and their kids and everybody. <laughs> yes. And I just want to put it out there that I think I'm on the slightly older end of the Gen Z population because, you know, I, I'm pretty sure it goes from 1995 to what? 2000 something, 2010. Let me, let's look this up real quick. What year were you born? 2001. Gen Z generation years. Okay, so it's 1997 to 2012. That's what the first Google search says, but I've seen as early as 1995. So I think I'm on definitely the earlier end. So some of these words might be a little bit 2012. But I did my research and I did incorporate some TikTok terms that I don't think you're going to get at all. So <laughs> we'll try here. See, and I think that's the best part is both of our generations, where we're at in, in the cusps of these generations, we both agree. We don't really fit in what the typical generation or stereotypical one is. So this should be really fun and interesting. And who knows, maybe you'll hear some new vocabulary on uh, future podcasts. So you ready, Caroline? Yes, I am ready. Are you ready for your first word? Absolutely not, but go ahead. So what I'm thinking here is maybe you could define it first and then use it in a sentence. Oh, so, oh goodness. Okay. Your first word is an easy one. Your first word is simp. Oh, simp. Uh, probably short for like simple. Um, that girl chase that guy chasing that girl is such a simp. Yes, there you go. 
you get a point for that one. I think we should definitely keep points. (laughs) Point number one to simp, the urban dictionary definition is someone who does way too much for a person they like. So oftentimes being in college, if a frat boy isn't acting like a total Chad and he's actually putting some effort towards a girl, a total Chad is another Gen Z term, by the way. (laughs) If he's actually putting some effort towards a girl that he likes, he can kiss all of his manhood goodbye. So first word, simp. You got it. Woohoo. All right. That wasn't too hard. Word number two, drip. What's drip? Drip, I'm pretty sure, is like uh, clothes that are like blingy or I think the old phrase is flossy, stuff that looks sharp uh, on trend. Um, yeah, no. Use it in a sentence is... Look at my new drip. It's Gucci, Versace, and Campion. I don't know. <laughs> uh, you you started off really strong at the beginning of that sentence there, and then I don't know where the heck it just went. But yes, Urban Dictionary's definition of drip is adjective to describe your outfit similar to swag, sauce, steez, and swank. All right. Swank. All right. I'm not sure I heard of that one. All right. Next word. I might butcher this, but your next word is oh. Oh, isn't that uh it's the 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 singer who sings uh Anaconda. Um and it's like okay, like oh. Yeah, I can't do that. I'm not even going to try. I'll butcher that. <laughs> I was really trying to get you to do oh, it. Oh. There you go. That was even better than mine. <laughs> I give credit to my Spanish teacher. Get those R's rolling. Ah, see, I took French, so I have the I have the sound like croissant, croissant, croissant. Yeah, Got that's it. not a Gen Z term. <laughs> no, it is not. I no, feel like not. that's a boomer term. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's probably more millennial trying to be legit. But I feel like that's legit is a millennial term for sure because nobody from my generation says like. No. Oh, dude, that's totally legit. Well, we're too legit to quit, so don't you worry about it. <laughs> I'm trying to find a pen so I can keep track, but it, I cannot find one. But I think you're at you're three for three, pretty much. Feeling it. That's how relevant I am. I'm so cool. <laughs> well, let's try and take that confidence down a little bit with a slightly harder word. If what- that isn't the most Gen Z to millennial <laughs> phrase ever, anyways. <laughs> Uh, your next word is ratioed. Ratioed. I mean, I know what ratio is, like some to another sum, but um, ratioed. Is it like when there's so many like guys to like one girl, you got out ratioed? No, but that's a pretty <laughs> good definition. <laughs> that is All right. good. My confidence just went down a little bit. All right. <laughs> This is more of an internet social media term from Twitter. So the Urban Dictionary definition is being revealed as an idiot on Twitter by having a high ratio of comments to likes and retweets. All right. And for any of my older uh, listeners, uh, Twitter is a social media platform. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't think it's that bad, but yeah, no. um, Definitely didn't have that in the mix. Yeah, I hear Simon a little bit there. Simon Simon was explaining how bad of a a, a uh, wordsmith I am here. Oh, no. 
We'll give it like two seconds. Okay. So some more context to being ratioed is, uh, I think this term is also really prevalent on TikTok too, because the I call it comment culture. The funnier part of watching TikTok videos is going to look at the comments. So when somebody comments something semi-idiotic and then somebody comments something under it, that's a little, that gets more likes. That's what getting ratioed pretty much is. So, like there's, there's a lady I follow on TikTok specifically who, who does that, that she goes to the comment section of the videos. I think it's Savage Mob. And some of those comments, oh boy, whew, <laughs> wish I was that funny. Uh, people on TikTok have really no shame when commenting. So beware of posting videos on there. Noted. All right. Are you ready for your next word? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. This is one that's pretty popular. So you, and I think we might've talked about it before. No cap. No cap. Like no lie. Yes. Like, who you fooling? Like that ain't no cap. Okay. That one was way too easy. Yeah. To make sure my confidence wasn't, I'm a millennial. Like I think they call us snowflakes too. We need safe spaces. So you were just helping that there. <laughs> Okay, I have another one that kind of goes with that one. It's more of a phrase. Okay. Weird flex, but okay. Weird flex, but okay. I actually know the term flex. Flex is like um, you're trying to show off or whatnot. And like weird flex is like, that's a really weird like way to show off. But all right. Am I right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> me, me knowing Gen Z terms is a weird flex, but okay. <laughs> Well, you do have a Gen Z friend. Yes. Yeah, that is a good usage of the of the word. <laughs> All right. What does it mean to say somebody is the CEO of something? Somebody is the CEO of something. So CEO is the person in charge. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be the CEO of something, like they're the boss, but in a rhetorical sense of the boss, like they own it, they run it. Like mm-hmm. somebody somebody who goes into a club and like everybody knows them and like the party stops for them. Would that be like the CEO? I would call that being the life of the party. The CEO is more along the lines of they're really, that's their character trait, you know? So with you, you would be the CEO of saying, well, actually you're CEO of that phrase. Ouch. Well, actually, I don't think that's... I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. All right. All right. You're also the CEO of... What's that song? Rainbow Connection. Yes, you're the CEO of Rainbow Connection. That's for you, Nicole. Shout out to <laughs> Nicole. Shout out to Nicole Lissy. When she doesn't listen to it and she has no idea, she's going to she's gonna cap on that. Oh, my goodness. I... For the record, I regret this and <laughs> all of these words because I can't get through an, a single work day without regretting my entire life. Okay. I might need a definition for this one. Okay. This is a good one. What What's an e-boy? An e-boy. First thing I hear when I think of e-boy is like millennial term is like emo. Like the boy who's just like overly dramatic and like swooning over a girl. E-boy. I think that fits. (laughs) So Urban Dictionary's definition of e-boy. 
Oh, I actually kind of like this one better. A melting pot of male stereotypes generally derived from goth culture, which, you know, emo is basically goth. I hope I didn't just offend an entire subculture of people by saying that. I was going to say the fact that I feel like most of my audience is millennial age, that could be taking a swing on us right there. Be warned, Gen Z. I take it back. I take it back. (laughs) No, you're right. Generally derived from goth goth culture and originated equally from SoundCloud and Instagram, parted hair and a sus, which is another Gen Z term, a sus amount of jewelry are a staple. Look and act like F boys online, but are generally quiet in real life. That's the biggest thing. That's the biggest thing. So I was not even close. (laughs) Whoa. Okay. All right. Gonna have to put that in the uh, lost column over here for me. I hope you never experience an e-boy coming up on your Instagram or your Twitter or anything that you use because it's an experience that I am disappointed that my generation participates in. I feel like anybody um, in my generation that's online dated has experienced e-boy culture. That's very true. That's kind of inherent in like Tinder and all of those dating apps. Yes. So that's a whole other podcast episode. (laughs) The rise of (laughs) (laughs) e-boys. All right. Let me find another good one here. Uh, Okay. We haven't done a super tough one in a while. And I don't even know if this will be tough, but what is, and the pronunciation is paramount. A material girl. Well, for my generation, material girl is a song from Madonna. <laughs> material girl. I have no idea. Um, somebody who, who flexes with some swag. I have no idea. The definition is kind of tough to give. Urban Dictionary doesn't even have one, but this originated from TikTok. And the a sentence I could give you that would give some context to it is, oh, I quit my job at Arby's to go home and hang out with my dogs and buy the new Harry Styles record, Material Girl. And you have to do the hand signal with it as well. So for those who can't see Caroline right now, it's more of a, a wrist flap, like a, a fish fin, just flap forward after the statement. That gives totally more context, said no one ever. <laughs> I think it does. But this is where we're exploring the generational gap. So here is a definition that I found. The trend is associated with posting content that portrays someone to prioritize material possessions. The material girl trend also puts an emphasis on luxury items and living a luxurious lifestyle. So I see this a lot with gym girls saying that they're going to go buy all this expensive gym wear. They often call themselves a material. So the ones who are flexing like the Lululemons, but have never dropped a, a drop of sweat in their life. Yep, exactly. Okay. All right. All right. I get that. I get that. Breakthrough. Except I'm pretty sure my entire generation there for a couple of years wore strictly yoga pants. Not <laughs> because we were doing yoga, but because that's what was comfortable at the time. Those are, I actually saw an argument from somebody who was a millennial saying that they're not called flare 
leggings that they got very heated when somebody from the Gen Z generation called them flare leggings, <laughs> like uncomfortably heated on Twitter. So yoga pants. Sorry, all millennials out there. You can you can come after the pants, just don't come after my part. Oh, <laughs> the side part. Well, I have a side part too. I just do not look like a human being with a middle part that can use a mirror. I look like <laughs> Dwight Schrute when I have a middle part and it does not look good on me. They say if you have an asymmetrical face, then you're going to want to not do the middle part because it'll just accentuate that your face isn't symmetrical. <laughs> We're testing this out now. <laughs> no, we won't test the, the full part without, uh, without some expertise on that. <laughs> well, that's... Uh, pretty much the extent of the Gen Z slang that I have. Do you have any millennial oh. slang for me? Oh, actually, I do. <laughs> CEO. CEO of Well Actually. See see what I did there? So, um, if somebody calls you basic. Mm. That means that you're, you have a live, laugh, love sign that is in your mudroom you're wearing Uggs with skinny jeans. You have a side part and you probably still own a tiny little coach purse with a peace sign on it. That's basic. Actually, I think I what I described is more chuggy, not basic. So so basic would be the Gen Z equivalent of chuggy. Mm. So just kind of exactly like you said, the Starbucks Ugg wearing... <laughs> live laugh love peace sign type yes <laughs> oh my gosh the era of peace sign um next word bruh <laughs> isn't it funny how brother has gotten shortened so much yeah bruh bruh b-r-u-h bruh the word Act. that describes describe that it's like an exclamation like if you said well actually i would say right bruh like you, dude, you know, that whole sort of equivalent. See, and I, I really feel like because you've grown up having to learn this and, and figure out what we're trying to say, I think you have an advantage here. <laughs> one, absolutely hate it. I went to a bachelorette party one time and this was when the, it was like the height of the, the phrase drives me nuts. That's cray. Oh gosh. You're that's middle school for me that it's just a shortened version of that's crazy probably coined by Kim Kardashian <laughs> and everybody just wanted to start saying it after her it it didn't make sense to me it literally took one more syllable crazy <laughs> crazy uh here's one here's one that I I think you you may have taught I think it may be multi-generational dang dang and not not in the uh, the basement or the creepy cellar is dank, meaning damp or chilly. There's a different mm -hmm. definition. Well, the way my generation uses it is when they're complimenting a funny joke on the internet by saying, that's a dank meme. That's the only way that I've heard it being used. How would you, how would you define it if you had to? Dank. Being amusing in a dry sense or fashion. It, it is described as being excellent or of the most high quality. Oh, shoot. I knew that. Uh, I, I am guilty of using this phrase. I think I just used it to you last week. Deets. 
deets. So the details, like, hey, yo, send me the deets, usually accompanied by a, what's that called? A hang ten emoji. Yes, a hang tied emoji. Hang ten. Rah. It all kind of goes with it. It kind of feels a little surfer culture right now, but I've not surfed, so I don't know if that's true or not. Eh, everybody wanted to live in California at one point. Um, I don't think Gen Z does this. I could be wrong. The duck face. Oh, gosh. Well, it definitely isn't done in the same way that it used So the original duck face, you look like Donald Duck himself. There were no, yes, exactly the face that you're making that nobody else can see right now. But now it's more just lips pushed out. Yeah. So like pursing lips pushed out. Your lips are really flat. You look like a duck. I have some photos, but I'm not going to show them to the internet ever again. Typically accompanied with a little bit of a head tilt. Yes. A little bit of sass and attitude. Has to be 45 degrees or you're not doing it right. That head tilt. But now it's more just like sucking your cheeks in and showing that you have a jawline. I think my generation has toned it back a bit, but it's definitely still prevalent. Yeah, I got, I got nothing here. Um, I, I think the Gen Z uh, face has transitioned from duck face to more smug face mm. or of a smoldery type face. Yeah, I would call that model face for sure, because everybody kind of just wants to be an Instagram model. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have no desire for that. Too much work. Um, <laughs> another one for you. End game. End game. So it's not Avengers End Game, but I, so first thing that comes comes to mind for me is Twilight. And using it a sentence would be, "Oh, I want." Now I have to remember their name. Whatever the character, Edward, Edward, and whatever the character that Bella. Bella. Yes. Gosh. My age is showing. My your Gen Z is showing, sweetie. Those <laughs> two characters. I want them to be endgame. That's what I would characterize that as. You want them to be forever as for like relationships. Yep. Yes. Yes. Um extra. Quit being extra. Pretty easy one. Like you're you're too over the top right now. Tone it back a bit. Here's one. I, I'm pretty sure your generation has it, but I'm not don't quote me on this. The Finsta. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did have a Finsta, a fake Insta. That's what it was, where you would just spam and show things from your actual life, which was actually kind of more of a real, uh, it wasn't the highlight reel of your life. It was all the crappy things that happened. Typically, if I remember correctly, I did not have a Finsta. I just got Instagram a couple years ago, but more of like the one that you wouldn't have, like your parents, um, your aunts, uncles, like anybody that would be related on you that would be willing to narc you out. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, FOMO. Fear of missing out. Something that I know very well as an introvert, but choose to do nothing about. I don't think it's fear of missing out. I think it's more foamy fear of missing being invited. That's so true. I don't want to go. I just want to be invited. <laughs> I just want to be thought of, even though I probably won't answer your text for another four and a half months. There you go. There you go. Um, This happens to me a lot. Also guilty of doing it more than I would like to admit. Ghosting. Ooh, ghosting is when you're chatting somebody up for a while that you're interested in, and then you just dip on them for whatever reason. 
never to be seen again. Not answering calls, messages, text, nothing. Yes. That is the epitome of online dating, which again, time for another podcast. <laughs> um, this one, I think everybody knows, but I think it was more uh, colloquially used in millennial terms when you verbally said hashtag. Oh, yes. I just don't. Okay. Hashtag is like, if I'm really fiending for a hamburger, I would be saying, oh, hashtag hangry, or I'm so hashtag over this, whatever I'm doing right now. But I still don't understand why that was ever a thing. I think it was more of a being able to specify a topic or generic mood. Um, Millennials uh, speak in memes. And back in the old days on Facebook, we used to have a thing called stickers. Um, Not like the stickers that you post, but like, I think there were pins or bumper stickers or whatnot, but pictures that you would post on somebody else's page that would describe exactly how you feel without actually having to utter any words or type anything out. So I think it was the same idea. Does Facebook still have that? No, no, they got rid of it. As well as all the fun games that you used to be able to play. Uh, We talked about it earlier. Legit. (laughs) That's legit, bro. Totally tubular. Totally tubular, dude. Um, (laughs) Definition, extremely cool or awesome. That's legit. Sounds similar to the definition of dank. Fair enough. We like to use lots of words when we could that weren't things anybody else used. Um, Here's another fun one. could be complicated on actual definition, lit. Lit. I think Gen Z uses this quite a bit too. I would say it's a zenial term saying lit. Zenial. Ooh, good word. That's what I characterize myself more as since I do double dip into both generations a bit. But lit is, it could be used at the end of a sentence if you're finishing up a conversation to make plans like, okay, I'll see you at brunch next Tuesday you end it with okay lit or it could be used as an adjective saying oh this party on Saturday night is going to be lit so I think the definition has multiple variations yeah I don't know that I've ever finished a sentence with lit the way you did the first the first iteration of it Um, but definitely like this party's lit or like um, also heard the phrase this is where the definition could change let's get lit Mm, which to me was like crazy let's get tipsy or whatever so good good thing to clarify that meaning before you go to party plans (laughs) um if somebody just goes it's a total mood definition i've used this in a sentence before but definition wise i don't even know how to put it into words it's just like that's what i'm feeling too you know if you're saying oh, I'm hungry, I would say that's a mood. If you're saying, I'm sick of working right now, which, you know, we do say quite often. Mood. Mood. Yes. Ooh, mood. Yep. yep. Uh, what does the phrase on fleek mean? This one came out during my Vine years. <laughs> yep, it was a Vine phrase. <laughs> Coined by this girl in her car who just got her eyebrows done saying that her eyebrows were on fleek means on point perfect exactly uh again for this one pronunciation is paramount police please 
girl. I cannot believe you're going out with Chad again. Chad. Chad just keeps resurging here. Yep. Yep. Uh, Please. He's way above my league. A way of saying something that denotes conceit or ridicule. Um, Savage has come back. I was going to use Savage, but 